Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I was at the flea market this morning, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, shopping for last minute holiday gifts. Oh, man, you waited till the last minute? I waited till the last minute again. Uh, I, w- I didn't get holiday if only gifts. there was a better way. I know. There is. It's Renuvi, an app where you can get all your favorite brands. Renuvi. <laughs> um, I uh, I don't know if that's an actual app. I was walking into... Um, Christian, filling in for Matt today. Go ahead and buy Renuvi.com. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Christian, can you get all our favorite brands? Yeah, get all our favorite brands. Cold Stone Creamery. <laughs> Macy's. <laughs> Just Cold Stone Creamery and Macy's is fine. If you want to get Dillard's, go ahead and get Dillard's. <laughs> if Coles wants in, tell them we'll consider it. Yeah. So I was I was right. walking I was walking in there and there's a man you talking hadn't, to You a, hadn't yet downloaded Renuvi. No. I, I was walking in there as a man talking to another man about some chairs that were there. Some mm-hmm. big set of chairs. Yep. Guy says, Those are great chairs. Guy who's selling the chair says yeah, man. Know where I got those? I I got those in an old barber shop. Remember how back in the day when you were waiting for your haircut, you would sit in chairs? Uh-huh. <laughs> I just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What do you now, sit in now, these, Ace? These kids nowadays standing up before their haircuts. Yeah. You know how... You know how... Uh, you know how... Back in the day, if you were standing up on the bus, you'd hold on to a bar or strap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe you know maybe these millennials with their standing desks have infiltrated the the barber shop space. Everybody's you know how, looking to sitting's the new smoking, Jesse. Jordan, you know how uh, back in the day, if your fries were too dry, you would put them in ketchup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day. <laughs> You know Only how OGs will get this one. You know how back in the day you sat down at the barbershop and you do that now? Yeah. <laughs> and it, and nothing changed? You you know you're a millennial if you sit in chairs. <laughs> Such a girl boss move. Yeah, Sitting in a chair. <laughs> I'm a Hufflepuff. <laughs> These are all millennial moves, right? Uh yeah. how did the how did the shopping go? That you had some last minute gifts to buy. Did you uh, did you find what you were looking for? And also, I'm curious, who who in the fam is hardest to shop for? Uh, my wife is the hardest to shop for. Mm-hmm. Well, my children, they just were... Uh, my children have are somewhat brittle. Yeah. Not not physically. They're quite physically resilient. Uh-huh. But they're emotionally... <laughs> Right. They're emotionally brittle. Thanks Maybe to considered their... peanut brittle. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't get them. If they're emotionally brittle, don't get them the jar where the snakes jump out. <laughs> that, will, that will crush them. My children really would flip the fuck out on me if I tried that shit. <laughs> um, my children don't like surprises mm-hmm. and oh, they yeah. don't like tension. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks to their various neurodivergences and for that reason my wife a year or two ago pioneered a new family tradition which is everyone knows what they're going to get ahead of time (laughs) and so it somewhat reduces the like four days before and four days after of just pure chaos of christmas because of people either anticipating uh what they might get or uh, having some feeling about what they did get. Do you wrap it still, or is that just out? Yeah, I I wrap it, and okay. I write a little rap for, about it. Oh, that's as cute. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so my kids are getting. I don't know. To my Patrice's... name is Dad, and I'm here to say <laughs> I yeah. love my kids in every way. <laughs> um... All right. Let's introduce our guests. Yeah. <laughs> Our guest maybe, on the maybe program. she's got a few bars to spit. Our to guest on the Christmas program rap. is a great is a great pal of ours, a brilliant stand up comic, co host of one of my favorite comedy podcasts, the Jackie and Lori Show. Jackie Cation, hi Jackie. Hi, 
Hi, you guys. I've been taking notes about what you were talking about. I was, I was like, let them do banter. Let them do co-host banter. Yeah. Before I, Jackie Kishin, am allowed into the room. I just referred what to myself. What are you getting my kids for Christmas, Jackie? <laughs> well, uh, I- We need to you... tell them now. <laughs> they I cannot like... find out on Christmas. <laughs> I also don't enjoy tension or- um, or any sort of, and I, I, I never thought of it as neurodivergent, but that's because I'm a hundred. Uh, but the, the thing <laughs> is, is I've had three 27 year olds in the last six months tell me that they're going through trauma therapy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you guys have dental. What, where's the, where's the trauma? <laughs> and then I realized what was invented 30 years ago and it was the 24 hour news cycle. Oh, and I was sure. like, oh, of course you have trauma. Of course you hate tension. Of course you don't want, you know, the fact that it, you know, a four year old CNN is playing in the background yeah, yeah. is, um, t uh, th that can't be good. You can't fix Indonesia. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, how is your holiday shopping going, Jackie? bad not bad uh i keep buying things though i was told see it is interesting about the about the secret part of it because my husband and his family did lists and so we always do lists of things that they're like oh these are the things i want and i'm like or you could just go buy those th th what this is a weird <laughs> yeah. and plus we're all you know adults and so i was like okay here's my list and I did, uh, I will say this, and he is, I don't know why I'm whispering, because this will be a podcast. Um, I've always, I've never had a bike. I never got a bike. And oh, I think okay. he's getting me a bike. Oh. And because I was told, I'm in the garage uh, office, and uh, I was told that I can't go in this closet. <laughs> and the only thing big enough that would have to go in that closet might be a bike. It and could be so, a puppy. It could be a puppy. Who we have be two her. dogs. <laughs> It could be a BDSM thing. Don't discount that it's a oh, BDSM. It could be a ball gag. Yeah. <laughs> and a pineapple shirt because he wants to be a swinger. Oh, Did you guys yeah. know that? The yeah, the pineapple is the uh, is the is the signal that you're you're down to to swap to swap partners. A shirt with a pineapple on it. <laughs> Or carrying a pineapple. Anything involving a pineapple. You just, if you're carrying I one. I think you should have to carry a pineapple. Whether you're carrying it for, you know, signaling reasons or just because you like a nice tropical fruit, you have to let anyone fuck your wife who asks. That's just how it works. Is that why people keep fucking my wife? Because I carry a pineapple everywhere? <laughs> Jesse, yes. Oh, yes, yes. I just hard. love fruits. It's hard no, to keep yeah, up. Yeah, pineapple's a great fruit. It's hard to keep up. I'm switching yeah. to papaya. Oh, I, you don't want to know what you got to do if you're carrying oh no. a papaya. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I have to say that uh, I bought my dad um, probably a year ago, maybe more. The people that I go to to for my gardening needs, my gardening needs mm -hmm. here in Los Angeles, um, they have a, a garden center called Sago Nursery. So over on Burbank and Laurel Canyon, another sponsor, you guys. And um, I used God, to do a bit I about- I wish we could get that Sago money. Yeah, that, that sweet, sweet Sago money. Uh, they, the It's owned by this family. And the mm -hmm. family gave the me- The Sagos? The Sagos, possibly. Uh, and uh, they gave me a $10 gift certificate to give to my dad for McDonald's. Because I do mm. a joke about him going to McDonald's for because he loves the senior discount. And um, it's funnier than that. Yeah, that's the premise that are, it's a as, part of as, the joke. Uh, yeah, right. We're not going to make you do the whole joke. Right. Maybe just, it's not like uh, an album people can get or something. Sure. The punchline <laughs> is that your dad is old. The punchline <laughs> is that my dad is available to get uh, a senior coffee. No. Uh, do you know what I heard? I'm just going to talk about nine things at once, if that's sure. right. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. Someone, someone told me uh, last night I went to a social event. Not Not easy for me. Don't care. Um, bunch of strangers, like it's 2019. Anyway, uh, so we're we're at this party, and somebody tells me a joke, a joke, joke, and like it was something street about joke. yeah, like a street joke of there was a some old guy's dying, and his family's around him, and he says, you know, the last thing I want to taste is some of your mother's cooking, and his son says, all right, I'll go get you something, Dad. I'll be right back, and he comes back, and he goes. Mom says no, that it's for after. 
And I was like, that's a fun joke. That's a really great yeah. joke. I don't know. Jackie, do you want to hear, do you want to hear a joke I read in uh, Reader's Digest? Mm. I don't I'm think sure I've I heard told it. My joke. father is constantly reading me jokes from Reader's Digest. This is Digest. great. I have some blonde jokes that my dad forwarded me in <laughs> 2002. <laughs> I'm so glad it's you said forward, 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 blonde jokes. <laughs> this is Jackie. This is the joke I read in Reader's Digest. Um, so the, uh, uh, the husband says to the wife, honey, I love your mother, but eight years is a long time. I think it's time for her to get her own place. And the wife says, my mother, I thought she was your mother. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> That came out of that is that's pretty good. Joke, right? Yeah, solid. <laughs> it's a solid joke. I live with my my mother in law. Oh, yes, she moved in about a year and a half ago, and um, is it yeah, as constantly hilarious as sitcoms have led us to believe? No, um, <laughs> I I like her and I love her, and I am working on a new genre called positive mother in law jokes. Oh, uh, so. That's great. Uh, mixed reviews on that the success ratio okay uh but uh, it's only about a year and a half and uh quite honestly it will only be another year and a half and then we are done uh because <laughs> she has a terminal illness <laughs> no uh i will take it on the arches i will not let the door hit me in the ass we live Got in it. a 966 square foot house <laughs> <laughs> and i am clearly a monster anyway but no, maybe she's great yeah, but maybe these positive jokes will kind of create a good vibe in the house. Yeah. You know, my mother-in-law's She's... cooking is so great. How great is it? You know, I can't um, stop eating it. <laughs> Sorry. Right. That's not that funny. Oh, my God. It's just a fact. Tonight, she got to pick. Uh, sometimes we order and she's actually not been feeling well. So uh, she was like, I would like Taco Bell. And I don't know uh, what what uh, <laughs> when you yeah when you're not feeling great you definitely want to dump a little Taco Bell on <laughs> on that right <laughs> right and I was just I was wondering like everyone has a guilty pleasure of fast sure. food some people it's In and Out mine is disgustingly enough McDonald's but I think that Taco Bell is the most disgusting <laughs> and I think even and, Taco Bell fans would say that I know you know like yeah I, I think I even think Taco Bell fans would be like yeah I get it yeah. I think with Taco Bell, it is the most disgusting, but it is probably the best at that. Like, Taco Bell is doesn't even, I think, legally qualify as a food product. <laughs> but I definitely see the appeal in a way that I don't with... I don't know Wendy's or something. You know what I mean? Like with Wendy's, I'm just like, well, this is just a shitty hamburger. <laughs> but with Taco Bell, I'm like, this space paste has its appeal. <laughs> right. It's a salt lick and it's just a, a schmear of salt. So, yeah. I mean, I'm, I had, I ate two ta crunchy tacos. It was food and now I have no hunger. So, I mean, on the whole, it's a That's win. their new slogan, Taco Bell. Soon you will have no hunger. <laughs> yeah. Their layers of textures and colors are an impressive engineering feat, if nothing else. <laughs> I don't know. Colors, plural? <laughs> I think they just got the one, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Brownish. <laughs> yeah. C -c 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 -colors, colors. Gray. -y. <laughs> um, yeah. Jackie, I was uh, on your great other podcast a few weeks back, The Dork Forest. Uh had so much fun. I got to talk about Mortal Kombat for an hour. Um, and Street and Fighter. Change, and Street Fighter. Yep. Um, but I was not not shocked, uh, but but delighted to find that you're you were also a huge Mortal Kombat fan to the point where you have mains and you own one of the movies on DVD. Oh, I have the first movie on DVD. Yes, I do. And the second one was just playing in deep cable when I was on the road. And I watched it. And it's not as bad as I remember. Oh, no. Uh, Mortal Kombat colon Annihilation. Right. Right. Uh, it was, Jackie, uh, who's your main? Oh, well, my, my main is always Katana. But then Good I main. also enjoy Nightwolf a great deal. 
like to the point where I had a crush on him. It isn't, you know, he's an animated character in a video. Have you seen this game? guy? We've all Christian, crushed on Nightwolf. Christian, drop a couple pics of Nightwolf in the chat. <laughs> I will say this. I is got a that... pineapple to mail that guy. <laughs> <laughs> is, what are we about? I didn't know that men have always had crushes on animated uh, ladies and drawn ladies. Uh, my first animated crush was, of course, the adolescent. No, no. Would have been Racer X, and then the oh, adolescent sure. Bam Bam. Sure. Speed. <laughs> oh right, there were there were the teenage Wait, Flintstone kids. Teen Bam yeah. Bam. Yeah, adolescent Bam Bam. Is it was yeah. it on like a WB reboot, like a Riverdale <laughs> I, I type think, thing? Right. No, it was mid seventies. I I too was a Bam child. Bam Bam fought a bear and fucked his teacher. <laughs> <laughs> when I was probably was eight cult. or nine There's years old. There's a lot old. of cults. Yeah, he was probably 14 or 15. So when you're an eight or nine-year-old child, that's who you're going to crush on. You're going to crush on a 14, 15-year-old. You're going to think that person's an adult. I remember thinking when I was eight or nine years old that I would be an adult when I was 12. And that I would probably be given a motorbike. And (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Uh, None of that happened. All that happened was uh, junior high, which was easily one of the worst times in the world. Mm. So um, can I tell you a motorbike thing that happened to me today? Today? My daughter, Gracie, and I were headed to the movie theater uh, to see the film Wonka, Mm. um, which I cannot recommend. Oh, I was going to ask. Uh, I cannot, sadly. It, despite it, is, it being uh, from the from the mind of the Paddington director, huh? And despite it starring seventy percent of anyone who's ever been good in anything, <laughs> like truly just a murderer's row of amazing performers, oh. and the guy who directed the two best family films of the last twenty years, and uh, yeah, no, I cannot recommend it. But that's not what I'm here to say. What I'm here to say is you love your kids in a major way. Yeah, as we were (laughs) driving down Figueroa Boulevard, headed to the Highland Theater, uh, a gang of tiny motorcyclists drove by. Mm -hmm. Do you know the kind of motorcycle that a bear rides in a circus? (laughs) Sure. Yes. So you know how they have that kind of motorcycle... uh, but but a human man could ride on it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, there's a store in my neighborhood that sells those. They're tiny. They look like they should be sold to to children by parents who don't want to have children. Yeah. Like they're so like they go 45 miles an hour. Like they're real motorcycles. And so it was a group of guys who appeared to be ne'er-do-wells. Mm. Wait, Lost Boys? They may have been <laughs> yeah. lost boys. Were they I vampires? Didn't, I didn't get a look at their choppers. Yeah, <laughs> I only I saw guess their. If they choppers. were out in the daytime. That that you know maybe points to maybe not. But I there was about uh, eight it could of be them. Be daywalkers, all right. Maybe wearing like motorcycle outfits, not uh-huh. like motorcycle gang from Pee Wee's Big Adventure motorcycle outfits, but like special motorcycle clothes to look like right. badasses. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they were just riding around with each other in this little club. And my daughter turned to me and she said, do you think they think they're cool? <laughs> do you? And how old is your daughter? She's 12 years old. Oh, that's a that that's the age when she can see right to the heart of the matter. She knows they what's do. really sexy. It's a 14-year-old Bam Bam. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, no, when so- you're 12, it's going to be Mulan's boyfriend from that movie. Then oh, we yeah. watched then we watched the movie Wonka there at the Highland Theater. Cannot recommend it. And <laughs> I do recommend the Highland Theater. No matter what movie you go to, it costs $7. Oh, my God. Um, and they got that ranch powder for your popcorn. But oh. on our way back, there was just one of those guys going the opposite way on the street. And I just thought he'd lost his buddies. <laughs> <laughs> just, he's just riding around on his tiny motorcycle. Oh, jeez! Like, hey, you guys, oh, geez, go guys, <laughs> hey, guys, you gotta go on ahead. I'm gonna go see Wonka. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I want, I want the name of their gang to be called Disposable Income <laughs> because that's like everybody had to spend twenty two hundred dollars. <laughs> I don't know what could those motorcycles in my mind, 
in my mind, you take $89 to the RC car store and they sell you one of those under the table, but you got to bring cash. <laughs> but <laughs> you, you buy ever... it at the docks for sixty nine. Right. It was the last thing that Radio Shack sold before it closed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Did you ever see a movie in the 80s called Time Rider? Red no. leather on a red crotch rocket. A guy. Time Rider who's... sounds like the most 80s shit of all time. It's the most 80s shit of all time. I've never seen it. I can hear the soundtrack. It is about a guy whose motorcycle goes so fast, Jordan. Mm. So fast. How fast back, How fast does it go? Back in time. Whoa, shit. <laughs> Jesse, cowboy times. That's right. Oh He's God. in cowboy times in a bright red leather outfit. So they just saw Back to the Future and they're like, what if that but motorcycle? 83. Year before Whoa. Back to the Future. Oh my God! So fucking Zemeckis ripped off Time Rider. <laughs> no, he didn't. Okay. <laughs> wow, it is not good. I believe they had to, though. I believe they too had to invent gasoline. Right. <laughs> that is. Um, you know what movie I've seen, Jordan? Hmm. Mortal Kombat, the movie. <gasps> I was gonna ask Jesse. I know you have a Mortal Kombat fan in your house. Um, yeah, and I'm my wondering... daughter Gracie, a a real rift in my family, a source mm-hmm. of genuine strife that, until we managed to patch it over, led to actual violence. Is <laughs> 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 a disagreement between my middle child who likes. Who likes Street Fighter and my oh. oldest child who likes Mortal Kombat. <laughs> now, you mock, but this was what we spent an hour discussing. Six button configuration, <laughs> five button configuration. Your children clearly It's I'm a meaty a five- topic, Jesse. It's a meaty you laugh, but it's a we filled a whole podcast with it. Well, Jordan, I I was that's why I was surprised to hear that sure. you had talked about Mortal Kombat on Jackie's show mm-hmm. because I happen to know for a fact that you are a celebrated Street Fighter enthusiast. Truth. Yeah, I mean Street Street Fighter, you know, will always will always be my my main hang. I do have a dirty little side piece. Her name's Mortal Kombat. And <laughs> wow, when Street Fighter's out of town. Mm-hmm. So your Mortal Kombat child. Um, what is or what 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 platform are we playing this? Uh, she plays this it game? on her Sega Genesis. Oh, Sega wow. Genesis is the, the only the only way refers. to play. Old and school. she makes me watch Mortal Kombat the movie on Hulu or something. <laughs> it's also possible that we had to buy it on Amazon Prime <laughs> to watch it. Uh, I have bought several things on Amazon Prime that I own the DVD feet. Not even a full 18 inches to the left of the television uh, is a DVD of that. But instead I went, oh, $7.99. Yeah. (laughs) Right? So prevent me from having to get up, (laughs) open this player. What impressed me about Mortal Kombat the movie is the multitudes it contains. Mm. In that there are some people, everyone, everyone is giving the movie their all, I would say. 100%. And it's such a broad variety of types and levels of success at giving it your all. Like there's some of the people you're like, I'll grant you, this is somebody who should be in a television film, not a major motion picture based on skills and charisma, Mm -hmm. but they'd be doing a good job in that television movie, right? Right. You're like, this person does... this person is selling the jokes, doing whatever. Mugging, literally growling. I mean, the, the S- commitment is enormous. Some of the people seem like it was their first and last experience with the entertainment industry. <laughs> that <laughs> is... Didn't care for it. <laughs> yeah. Went into real estate after Mortal Kombat. Some of the people appear to be martial arts masters. Right. First and S- foremost. S- and exclusively, oh, some right. of them <laughs> appear to be exclusively not martial arts masters. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, I guess we have our action stars now are also, if you 
you know, put them side by side to the action stars of the 80s and 90s. Insanely charismatic. We have The Rock and Jason Momoa and, uh, you know, John Cena. And you do also now have to be like a funny charmer to be an action star. Uh, not the case in the 80s and 90s. Not the case. You could Now, just a be... little wooden, I would yeah, say. Some sure. of Mortal Kombat, the acting was a little... I guess, yeah, you also have, I think you have those categories that you described, Jesse, and then you have Christopher Lambert, whose vibe is there for the paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> and how. <laughs> Did you, have you guys seen Axel, AXL? No, uh-uh. Oh, it's about a robot murder dog. Who doesn't cool. want to be a robot murder dog? <laughs> oh, that's, weirdly, it's also a prequel to Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> it's got that great soundtrack yeah the army has created a robot murder dog and he doesn't want to be a robot murder dog so he runs out and he uh and he gets he wants with... to be a real boy murder he wants dog. to be a real boy and murder only when uh his best his his dog friend his human friend is in trouble he wants to found the magazine murder dog local <laughs> rap music magazine murder dog i would wow. read in borders back remember back in the day when you'd go to Borders to read Murder Dog, <laughs> and you'd sit at the barber shop. That is an reading actual Murder Dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is an actual back in the day. Yeah, that one is a back in the day. That one is a back in the day. You just want to know what Selly Cell has been up to. <laughs> Not going to cover that in the source. Um, guys, I gotta listen. I'm I've been standing this whole time as a millennial. I'm always standing. Sitting is the new smoking. Do you want to take a little break? Sit down. And then we'll stand up again and keep doing the podcast. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Here to take a break and say thank you to all the good folks who have gone to MaximumFun.org slash join and become a MaxFun member. Those are the folks that keep this show going and all the other great shows on MaximumFun.org. Plus, these folks get a ton of cool bonus content, including the latest episode of our hit Burt Reynolds recap podcast, Stash Rules Everything Around Me. That's right. We reviewed Sharky's Machine, the gritty detective classic starring Burt Reynolds. Uh, we reviewed that with the great Matt Kirshen from the Probably Science podcast. Uh, so yeah, if you're a Max Fun member, you can hear that episode, plus all of our Burt Reynolds recap episodes. That's MaximumFun.org slash join. We also want to say thank you this week to the good folks at Stitch Fix. It's a new year. I think a style refresh would feel very, very good. And if you want to refresh that style of yours, head on over to stitchfix.com slash JJGo. Here's what you do there. You take a fun style quiz. Stitch Fix appoints you a personal stylist. You tell that person what you like, what you don't like. Uh, do you need stuff for the office? Do you need stuff for nights out? Do you need comfy around the house soft clothes? Stitch Fix has all that stuff and they will ship it to you. You try it on. If you like it, you keep it. If not, you send it back in a handy-dandy prepaid envelope. It is so fun. It is so easy. I have been using Stitch Fix for years. I love it. It has really helped me up my style game. Every Stitch Fix box I get has something great in it. The stylist will learn about your tastes and collaborate with you on looks you'll love. They got a wide range of sizes from XS to 3XL. They'll find your perfect fit and send you clothes handpicked just for you. Thanks, Stitch Fix. They just get me. And they'll get you, too. Try today at stitchfix.com slash JJGo, and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash JJGo. Stitchfix.com slash JJGo. And, uh, hey, uh, this is a fun thing. If you're in the Southern California area on Tuesday, January 9th, our super producer, Matt Lieb, is going to be doing a stand-up comedy show at The Pleasure Chest in West Hollywood. That's right. The Pleasure Chest is the sex-positive dildo store <laughs> where we get the phrase, 
anal August. Uh, I thought that was a fun bit of JJ Go convergence. Too fun not to mention. Uh, yeah, so if you're there in uh, the Southern California area, hit up the Pleasure Chest on Tuesday, January 9th to see our own Matt Lieb doing stand-up comedy. That's at 8 p.m. And uh, yeah, uh, you know, if you're going to browse their website um, to get more info on the show, just, just you know, not safe for work. I, I think you probably assumed that, but, you know, I'll just say it here. Uh, the Pleasure Chest. And as always, I want to remind you that Youth Group, the new graphic novel from me and Bowen McGurdy, a YA horror comedy romp, is available this year from First Second Books, and you could pre-order it now, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Bookshop.org, or better yet, at your local indie bookstore. So if you've pre-ordered Youth Group and want us to shout out your favorite local indie on the show, uh, yeah, hit me up on social media. I'm at Jordan David Morris there on Instagram. You can hit up uh, one of the show's accounts. Let us know where you've pre-ordered youth group and we'll shout them out on the show speaking of the show we're going to get back to it now it's jordan jesse go i'm jesse thorne america's radio sweetheart jordan morris boy detective and jackie cation big npr energy Oh. Is that something? <laughs> I mean, that is something. It's not what you bring. But... <laughs> there you go. It's a bait and switch. Jackie, you you're guys. being too. F- yeah, that doesn't work. You're being too funny. <laughs> you're saying jokes. Yeah. Uh, um, I do. I should. I should say, Jackie, Jesse. I want to just double back for something yeah. from the first segment, if I may. Uh, Jackie was vulnerable enough to tell us her um, animated cartoon crush as a child yeah kind of seems like the implication was we would all go around and say ours (laughs) right you don't want to miss out i i wanted to you know i wanted to put myself out there like you put yourself out there um and i don't remember the name of this character but i i guarantee it's something our audience can help us find there was a, an episode of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that took place on a boat, like a cruise ship, I think. And Raphael had some flirty banter with what I think was a lizard lady. Uh-huh. Oh. And uh, yeah, I think, uh, yes, I think she had hair, which I liked. Okay. Uh, but I <laughs> dist- very distinctly yeah. remember, um, you know, hey, what can I, you know, I, I love a lady with hair. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there's boob guys, there's butt guys. I'll tell you me. this right now. Our our producer for, for this recording, Christian Duenas, shared a picture from that episode of <laughs> the character Mona fast. Lisa. <laughs> It oh it God. happened as I was describing it. I think I said it takes place on a boat. <laughs> oh my! Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, it it really Christian identified that so fast that I wonder if if Christian had a period of uh, turtle lady confusion, lizard woman confusion <laughs> in his own childhood. <laughs> uh, but you know, not wrong. She is pretty. There she cute. is. She's got hair. Yes. <laughs> she does have Just hair. Like I remember her. And for some she... reason, a yellow swimsuit. And I think that's fingers. her like coloring. I think that's her like. Oh no, oh. maybe it is a swimsuit. Anyway, I thought well, it was. Well, they were maybe... on a boat. Remember. I'll say you're right. They were on a boat. I um. I remember. I the the childhood crush that I really remember having was on. Uh, Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. uh, Linda Carter as Classic. Wonder Woman, um, and I, if I could think of how this would be practically implemented as a fetish, I would probably do something with my wife where she spins around like that, and then <laughs> when she stops, she's wearing a different outfit, <laughs> and then she falls over. But just like a just like a light like, jacket, <laughs> you would think. You would think that the thing that I remember being horny about would be some of the many, many explicitly BDSM-themed elements of Wonder Woman as a character. Wonder Woman, a character built on a basis of, like, basically, what if BDSM was a superhero? Um, 
but uh, no, it is the spinning around that is the thing I remember being horny for. <laughs> so you're I, a nasty spin freak, huh? You're a yeah. spin freak. But how does how does Wonder Woman? A, how is she a bondage lady? Because that's what BDSM is, right? Yeah, she has a magic lasso. But that's but she also has an invisible plane. <laughs> oh, have you ever had your nuts stepped on by an invisible yeah. plane? <laughs> that's how you oh, can see. Man. That's how you can see your pineapple, Jackie. Right. I think that the. Uh, I think that I have heard that the creator of Wonder Woman was a like you know uh, a dominant vocal vocal BDSM guy. And yeah. did put some of his stuff into the character. Wait, oh, I think I do remember that. Yeah, that's okay. But, but you you didn't have an animated crush at all, Jesse? I, so here's the thing. I noticed recently, as I was watching my favorite television show, Archer, starring Jesse Thorne, season mm. 14, episode one, <laughs> that I think I have a crush on all of the female characters from Archer. But I feel weird about it because I'm worried that I have a crush on the hilarious and beautiful actors who play all of them who are people I know in real life. Right, right. Aisha Tyler is gorgeous. And a genius. And a genius. So <laughs> it'd like be a comedy and brain genius. As right. is Judy Greer. Yeah. As is Amber Nash. Just three brilliant, uh, spectacular geniuses. Now, I know that Aisha was on... I, I didn't watch uh, Archer until after Aisha was on. I only knew Aisha Tyler from stand-up comedy. Uh, it turns out she's uh, multifaceted. You didn't know and she was on Friends, for example. I she knew. was one of the stars of Friends. <laughs> right. The most for like popular a, television for show one season. of the last 35 years. Right. And I asked her if she had been doing anything since Friends, and she uh -huh. bopped me on the head. Uh -huh. And she was like, yeah, Jackie, I was on the talk or whatever. And then I've, I've been uh, doing this and you know, she's directing now. And, um, yeah, she is a genius, but she was also a model before she was a standup and, um, she's a great standup. I don't know that how much standup she's doing right now, but she was always just so smart and funny and, and just, it was so good. I should, I, bet. Into, I should look into what Mona Lisa, the lizard lady is up to these days. <laughs> I bet I bet she's could... multifaceted. I bet we could email Aisha right now and she would tell us who she mains in both Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Oh, oh yeah. right, because that's she did an episode of The Dork Forest and it was about video games. Yeah, she's a and serious she she's one of those she's one of those people. It's like when everyone found out that uh Ice T had a video game podcast and they couldn't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, this person is far too charismatic to be in video game into video <laughs> games. Aisha is one of those. Yeah. Um, yeah, she hosted all the television shows for a while. Mm -hmm. Jackie, we have a call to get to, but I do want to know what are some of the top dorkdoms you've had on the dork forest? Oh, so, some of the weirdest and most, I mean, there's genuinely so many that if I forget, like right now, this this last week, the last episode of the year was uh, 18 seasons, by the way. So knock yourself out if you guys are bored. Um, 18 years of doing this show, Joe Zimmerman was actually really good this week. He's a New York comic, originally, I believe, from Atlanta, and he's a birder, and he's my mm. first bird. Really? Now that's big NPR energy. Right, right. It has, uh, it's got it going on. And then last week was a guy from NPR, Adam Felber. Oh, sure. Right, very funny. But his uh, dorkdom was both Terry Pratchett, sword and sorcery writer, science fiction guy, and then we kind of did a lateral into the old comic strip, Pogo. Yeah, I don't know Pogo ever... is a classic. Pogo is a classic Gen X nerd thing that came five years before Jordan and I were able to understand what it was and didn't keep going forever like Doonesbury, where we were able to eventually be angry at its watered down, <laughs> weird, incomprehensible form by the mm -hmm. time we uh, got to the right age. Right. And th and then and then there's people who are like Guy Branham did uh, the Mitford sisters, which was uh, six women in England who from the 30s and 40s uh, that were there were six kids. One of them was a boy and their and their dad was an earl. 
like he was nobility and he would hunt them every morning he would uh, he would pretend that one of them was a fox and the other kids they all had to chase that child and th- those people grew up to be slightly uh broken uh so one of them dated hitler wow and yeah <laughs> and one of them was a, a a law professor at uc berkeley and taught hillary clinton and okay, one of them when, was a duchess when you when you're when you're playing the medford sisters who's your main <laughs> <laughs> gotta be katana right it's gotta be katana <laughs> gotta be katana uh hey when you figured out which medford sister you want to main Give us a call, 206-984-4FUN. That's the number to call to give us a momentous occasion. Somebody did that, and Christian's going to play it, right? Right? He is. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. Hi, guest, who I desperately hope is Guy Branham again. Ooh, it's Jackson in Minneapolis. We just talked about One Guy year Branham. ago, I called in with a momentous occasion about the Minnesota State Fair, and uh, Guy Branham was the guest, and I correctly guessed it, and y'all slash he sent me about eight pounds of prunes as a result. Yeah. <laughs> I hold in my hand the last of these prunes. My bonus occasion is I'm about to finish the prunes. <laughs> Are we hearing prune finishing? It's gone. Love it. Love you guys. Pussy's still good. Later. Love you too. Uh, do you think Guy Branham is still an official spokesman for the California Prune Council? <laughs> I don't. I don't know what's uh, what's happening with prune sales. Are they through the roof? Well, eight pounds of prunes, and he ate them in a year. That guy's regular. Yeah. That guy's regular. Yeah, that guy's regular. I was gonna, I was gonna say. I mean, you know, real regular Joe. Yeah, <laughs> dude, record the shit. If you're gonna record yourself <laughs> finishing the prunes. Record the shit. It's not something I'm into, but you know, I think we all want to hear the shit. <laughs> Renewby, all your favorite brands shitting together. It's, I think there's a, a Christmas song, uh, the, the Five Golden Rings. It was long, scentless ropes. <laughs> That's what you want. That's what you want with a with the poop thing. Scentless, scentless, long, scentless ropes. <laughs> rope poop hi you know what i bet the prune council is glad they're getting a second round of free promotion out of this yeah guy brand i wonder i wonder if the the prune the the prune concern i wonder how they feel about the association with shit is it something that they're like we want to get away from that or you know in in this era when you know gut health is so hot it's hot do you want to lean into that i don't know I know uh, Guy was trying to develop a fancy reputation for prunes by simmering them and so forth. Okay. Oh, you can simmer them in brandy, and then uh, and then serve them on fire for dessert. And that I might have just made that up. No, that's <laughs> that's real. It's called feels it, doesn't it? It's called duck a l'orange, right? <laughs> I believe. You cannot sue us if your house burns down because you are trying to ignite brandy prunes. Brandy the prunes. canard. Yes. It's called. The right. canard is a duck, I believe. And I yeah. think have you Three guys ever had goose? And... I have never had goose before. It's a big Christmas thing. I had thing. goose and I didn't think it was great. I found out that it was uh, not a fine fat goose, mm-hmm. which is what you want. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want a fine fat? Okay. Yeah. Fun. That's fun. You want to find fat goose. This is just a standard goose. You want a coiled, scentless goose. <laughs> I would uh, love to try a goose. I thought about cooking a goose since a turkey is too big. Mm-hmm. I think a goose is smaller than a turkey, right? I mean, like, if I imagine a goose in a turkey, to be fair, I'm no birder. If I imagine <laughs> a goose and a turkey walking towards me right now, the goose is bigger. The goose but is I taller. Think- for sure. But I the think at the taller. grocery store, the turkey is bigger. And do you eat the neck? Is it, Or you just save it for like goose stock? Who's making Christian, that? Christian, why did we get the picture of the sexy lizard so fast and you haven't told us which is bigger? <laughs> <laughs> and also, send us more pictures of the sexy lizard lady, Mona Lisa. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't I'm mind ty- one of Mulan's boyfriend. Into- <laughs> Christian is typing into chat GPT, 
TMNT Mona Lisa dump them out. <laughs> <laughs> That's if it's a swimsuit. If it, it might be her, just her general coloring. Could just be her coloration. It's impossible to know. If something momentous happens to you, give us a call, 206-984-4FUN, or just send us a voice memo at jjgo at maximumfun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Uh, this is Lori Kilmartin. And I'm Jackie Cation. And we have a podcast called The Jackie and Lori Show on Max Fun. And it's very exciting because what do we talk about? Comedy. Stand up comedy. We both do stand up comedy and have since the dawn of well, Christ. Jackie. Is that offensive? It is offensive to me because you've aged me. <laughs> uh, we started in the late 80s and we're still here. You can't kill us. So go to The Jackie and Lori Show on Max Fun and listen to that. Jackie and Lori Show. New episodes Monday, only on MaximumFun.org. The following are real reenactments of pretend emergency calls. 911. My husband! It's my husband! Calm down, please. What about your husband? He, he loads the dishwasher wrong! There are plenty of podcasts on the hunt for justice, but only one podcast has the courage to take on the silly crimes. Judge John Hodgman, the only true crime podcast that won't leave you feeling sad and bad and scared for once. Only on MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Uh, Jordan Morris, boy detective. And Jackie Cation, the golden retriever of stand-up comedy. So thank goodness we have our old friend Christian Duenas here. Um, because he did some research for us. Hello there, Christian. How are you today, friend? Hello. I'm doing all right. How are you doing? It's always great to see you. Any updates on your grandpa's favorite genre? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, I'm just never going to escape that. Uh no updates. Why would you want to embrace it, Christian? <laughs> it's one of the greatest things that's ever happened. I mean, Christian, it, it, we it should is... say that Christian came to came to, came to work at Max Fun because he called into this show with the um, one of the greatest momentous occasions of oh. all time. Oh wow! Uh, that his uh, grandpa's d- admitted that his favorite to- uh, genre of movie was talking dog movie. Yes, this is all correct. This oh. is an old old episode at this point. I've been we here liked, for like eight years. <laughs> we liked Christian's call so much that that I said to Brian, "Can you can you reverse engineer Christian's phone number or whatever and call and invite him to come hang out with us?" <laughs> <laughs> and then we did. And then uh, when we needed a we needed a runner at the office, I said, "I wonder if that guy Christian would do it." And look where he's come today. Look he's at where now, I am now. He has information. Now I own the damn company. This guy's got his own That's gamer right. chair. <laughs> Whoa, cool. <laughs> I didn't see that. Awesome. Now Christian doesn't have to worry about whether his uh, head and neck are supported while he's in intense gaming sesh. Exactly. Uh, Christian, did you were you able to look into the relative size of turkeys and geese on our uh, Christmas tables? Yes, sir. So... Um, we eat both male and female turkeys, according to Google. Male turkeys well, are speak for yourself. <laughs> male turkeys are eleven to twenty-four pounds. Female turkeys okay. are five and a half to twelve pounds. Oh. Um, and then geese, we normally eat. Are the most popular type of goose to eat is a Canada goose. They range yeah. from seven point one to fourteen pounds. So like, oh. pretty comparable. So a goose is in a goose is a Canada goose, the most popular genre of goose to eat, is going to be in the more in the range of a female turkey rather than a male turkey. Exactly correct. Yeah, Jackie, did you bring it up because you have had goose or you're you're goose curious? I'm goose curious. That's Mm -hmm. exactly what I am. Thank you so much for bringing it up. 
So glad you asked. Um, yeah, you hear so much you about sounded it. Almost wistful. <laughs> you hear so much about it in in your Dickensian uh, Christmas movie watching kind of situations where oh, they're always yeah, sure. going out and having a goose. And I so, think our friend Ben Harrison from Greatest Generation has cooked and eaten a goose for a holiday. I, I remember him to, but I don't remember what he thought. I remember he. I think he said it was oily. Mm. They often say that about it. duck. It is yeah. duck. I think is I've made duck before. I've roasted a duck before, and it is They're very fatty. very fatty. Yeah, yeah. But it's good for like I was making fried rice at the time, so you use that fat, make the yeah. fried rice, put some duck yeah. in there. That, Let me tell you, that fat is premium fat. You it's a, no that's a gift, that. is what yeah, that no, is. No fat on that fat. <laughs> I think I think constantly about this book, this Bill Bryson book I read one time called At Home. And it's a history of domestic life, a very sort of uh, a Western-centric, Eurocentric, sort of a, a American and British, really. But there's just this whole chapter about different shit that rich people ate in the Middle Ages. Yeah. And until like 1850, when British people started like importing French people to cook for them. <laughs> They all foods seem to have just been roasted without seasoning in both America and, <laughs> and in England. But like the way that you would prove that you were a rich guy was at dinner, you would have 75 different birds. <laughs> just like <laughs> right, every right, right. bird. Quail, pheasant, uh, but dove. Like, I, I'm talking about like there. they would cook like songbirds to prove that they could. <laughs> Like you'd yeah. get served like that's why the uh the partridges are in pear trees and that's why the mm. the pie is full of mag uh, twenty four blackbirds baked black in birds. the pie. Sure, yeah. It's all it's fucks. it Those being rich fucks. was a t number of types of bird contests. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh sorry, go ahead, Jackie. Oh, I was just gonna say it's something birders do. They count how many birds they've seen. I mean, yeah. uh, maybe maybe in the they, Middle Ages they counted how many birds they ate. <laughs> yeah, people would just be like, "I'm going. I'm going to have, have dinner with the king today. I I hope I get some flamingo." <laughs> uh, Christian, did you have the the wiki entry for Mona Lisa the, <laughs> the hot lizard yeah. lady? Yeah, <laughs> you had that really fast. Is that just something you knew from being a turtle fan, or I, how did I just searched up? Uh, TMNT lizard lady, and that was literally oh, the okay. first thing that came up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so you're not alone. You're not alone, is yeah. what we're hearing here. People are horny Jordan. for this lizard, yeah. I think. Did, did we confirm that she is a lizard lady? She might be a turtle because she has like the turtle, like that oh, thing. Oh, yeah, so the turtly, turtly turtle belly. Face. Yeah. And a turtle face. Yeah. Anthropomorphic lizard like creature. See, now I'm looking at the the toy version. In the toy version, it's definitely looks like a swimsuit, and she's pretty juggy. <laughs> Those are boobs, you guys. He's talking about boobs. Uh, but in baby the jugs for babies. In the cartoon, much less so, and it much more so looks like she, that is her coloration. She, she also has, has a fetching pink scarf. Yeah, like Sandy from Greece. Yeah. <laughs> She looks just like Sandy from Greece. If she had a tail. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't look anything and like Sandy green. from Greece. An adorable Bob. Well, hey, we've all we've all really learned a lot today about ourselves yeah. and me. I want to get back to this Wonka business. Uh, oh, when sure. you went and saw Wonka, I was reminded that my favorite Christmas uh, song right now, and I don't know if it's a new one, but it's one of those mashup songs where they take two songs and they put them together. And there's the Willy Wonka song, Imagination. Come and with me and we'll that's it. Nice. And then Christmas time is here, I think, the Peanuts. Oh, I bet that works. It totally works. And it's pentatonics, you know, oh. those, those, <laughs> yeah. that uh, that college uh, acapella group that that knocks it out of the park as far as college acapella groups go that is yeah i uh one of the um 
you know, we all, we all have the ones that got away. One of the jobs I didn't get was writing the Pentatonix <laughs> Christmas special. <laughs> for real? Oh, man. Yeah, I interviewed for it. I, I didn't, you know, uh, they're like, you don't have to be a fan of Pentatonix. And like, okay. Anyway, I spent some time with their YouTube videos and I like, you I'm saw? like, I get you this. Get I get why this is fun. Yeah, we can make a fucking great Christmas special with this. Yeah, I yeah. Didn't, I didn't get it. It's and a it's, cash cow for them, The all, all Christmas songs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it is. Guys, I think they did actually make it. I think it is like hanging out on Disney Plus. But it's one of those things where I'm like, I can't watch it. I'll just be, I'll just, I'll just be. You know, it's like it's like going through an ex's Instagram. You just don't do it. Just so you guys know, uh, I did Google TMNT Lizard Lady in an effort to confirm <laughs> Christian Duenas's claims. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I can confirm them, but I also have just shared with you a result that came up in the uh in the search i just shared in the chat oh my god what this is if you guys want to click on that link is this this, oh nsf okay so this seems to be you're not alone nsfw i don't know boy okay how to describe this so it is a green a green you know body with boobs and hips uh there are no nipples Humanish body. Humanish, but... yes. Yes. Ice fingers. Well, mm, it, are, is that ice or is it? <laughs> I think the fingers are dripping with cum. <laughs> if I, that's what I see. You know, uh, paging Doctor Freud, I guess. But uh, and then it looks like the head is Shrek's head. <laughs> it does look like her. Well, it, she has. Is, is her lip human, pierced? It, it's like if there were oh, no. human ears on, on Shrek's head. On or as just a regular lizard head. Like if you put pink human ears on a regular lizard head. I... Christian, make sure that you share this with Matt so that he can share it on the <laughs> socials. Uh, copy and paste in right now to the email. Um I mean What if, do you mean? <laughs> let me just say this. Jesse, what do you mean? <laughs> Where does this I'm go? obviously not having, I'm not looking right now because I have three children of my own. I'm not looking to have any three quarter human, one quarter lizard children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but oh, if are I you were, saying that she looks like a breeder? Looks like if those I are child bearing gifts. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> she seems likely she could successfully bring a child into the world mm-hmm. given her form i had a guy tell me once that i had child rearing hips and uh i was like that <laughs> sounds like i'm a sheep dog the, well yeah <laughs> the kid the hips will drive the kids to soccer the kids will <laughs> Get over there. teach the kids how to brush their teeth Get over there. the thing about this lizard is Get it's over really there. it's rendered in two colors right it's a green mm-hmm but the sort of blush on it is a pinkish red, and it it makes it look sort of like a gala apple. Oh, yeah. All right. Like a sexy Shrek gala apple. But I, I think that the actual Mona Lisa character had more personality. Yeah. This, this looks like an AI. Like, some fucked up. Yeah. Maybe I did it. I'd make, I could make a hero forge of this if you guys needed that. It's possible it's possible that this picture that we're looking at does have a face tattoo. I mean, Jordan, you're right that it could be a lip piercing, but it may be a face tattoo, which would be bringing a lot of fucking heat personality-wise, right. Jackie. Got to bring it up. Look what it did for Post Malone. That guy's got crazy face tattoos. Yep. I was so this... I I didn't I I was the one who thought it was a that uh, 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 was Jackie's observation yes right that that it was a some sort of piercing I zoomed in you know those clips on the end of when uh when you pull a a hoodie tight and then yeah. there's a clip that you can just sort of put there that's what it looks like it looks like one of those black clips on the end of a it doesn't look like a zoom in I say is what I'm saying I'm, yeah I'm glad Every... that you brought up Post Malone Jordan I have a question. Do you think you would like to buy signature Crocs that are endorsed by a TMNT Shrek with cum dripping from its fingers? <laughs> I mean, how much how much cum do the Crocs have on them? I need to know. 
<laughs> yeah, I'd they, like to see. Are they covered? Like a, are they drizzled? How much comes on these Crocs? I'd, I'd buy. I'd buy those Crocs if they had a nice frosting on them. Not, if you yeah, know what I mean. sure. <laughs> like like a Cinnabon. Glaze them, baby. Yeah. That's what I'd say. <laughs> is this male cum or is this the squirting that comes out of the, the pussy? What are we talking Jackie, about? Jackie, excellent question. <laughs> That's what I've, Wait, I've, I've, Christian's I've, already guys... posting a link? <laughs> Jackie, it's me, your mother-in-law. It's, uh... Is this the squirting that comes out of my pussy? Yep. It's, I thought if we were going to go there, I might as well go all the way. Yeah, when, whenever sure. I'm in a green room and it goes to, to sperm, I'm just like, all right, let's double down. Let's do it, yeah. gentlemen. <laughs> This the squirting that comes out of a pussy. <laughs> well, guys, we <laughs> great. Let's take a break, you guys. We'll be right back with our sponsor. Yeah. I think that's I I think that's the podcast. I think we got we got yeah. there. Let's let's uh you know, let's leave on the needed. highest Jackie. possible note. One it's just hit. good writing, you it guys. Please you. come yes. and see me do stand up comedy. Yeah, yeah. where are you doing stand up comedy coming up, Jackie? Well, you know me. Uh, I'm always on the road. It's what I do for a living. So yeah, you're some, I, like some sort of road comedian, right? And if I if I if I could, I would name every tour uh, something else. But uh, at this point, uh, it's just called the road. So I'm going to be in Denver, uh, December seven to ten, uh, January seven to ten, twenty four, and I'm also doing Sunnyvale. I think I'm going to Seattle. Are you doing uh, rooster tea, rooster tea feathers? Cockadoodle do, my friend. Cockadoodle do. <laughs> yeah, do. Uh, yeah, I'm going wherever they'll let me go. And uh, and if you guys have work for me, feel free. Go ahead. I I'm. Are you gonna Are you gonna be doing a show at Sundance? I am. I am Incredible. doing uh, at Park City, Utah, during Sundance. Two two shows i was told it was one 50 minute set uh and i and i know it's just going to be a bunch of rock tumbler haircuts like it's just going to be the shiniest fucks i've ever seen in my life just sitting there going well it's a little i don't well, know what does she do read a, anyway we have a lot of fans that are that go out to sundance i think oh, i'm cool. sure our, jim jarmish is a big fan of ours i'm sure he'll <laughs> please sure if you are jordan jesse there. go fans you will be normal human beings who just want to hear weird jokes about my mother-in-law <laughs> and uh and then we also have dogs we now have dogs so i got some dog jokes oh thank uh, god i got a nice chunk about guns oh i'm not a gun person but that doesn't mean i don't want one yeah i'm if you if you go out to see jackie cation you're going to see a pro's pro. You're going to have yourself a good time. You that's will my see promise to you, super. Jackie well, I appreciate viewers. that. That's a, you will see. Uh, yeah, you'll see some quality stand-up comedy. It's, uh, and if you go see her in, if you go see her in uh, Sunnyvale, California, you'll see her at the only club in the country <laughs> whose slogan is "Cockadoodle Do." <laughs> right. And they, do they still say "Cockadoodle Do" on like the pre-recorded intro? <laughs> I thought they did, and that well, or, or at least on the voicemail, because um, I know. Uh, I don't I don't know all of us all I know is that you what you I can't remember all the places I'm going to be Denver for sure and then when Seattle for when sure. we were when we were in college and I would was booking guests on the sound of young America the the former name of bullseye uh on our show in Santa Cruz occasionally I would I would be booking a guest who was playing rooster tea feathers which is a club that books great comics our friend Scott Simpson plays Rooster Tea Feathers a lot, oh. um, but but uh, you and Lori play there. Uh, Jimmy Pardo plays there often. Um, lo lots of great people play there. Um, but I, I remember calling, and I think Jordan and you were in a comedy contest there one time, maybe. I did. But yes, I, I did do the Rooster Tea Feathers stand-up comedy contest when we were in all college. right. And I remember calling. And just every time not being able to believe <laughs> that on the they, you've reached Rooster Tea Feathers, cockadoodle-doo. Yeah, this was like in a, in a, this was like how you got the ticket, basically. You had to like leave a message on the machine yeah. and someone would call you back to let Heather you know would, that yeah. you've got your ticket. I have to say that um, that Maria made fun of that, of the cockadoodle-doo thing on one of her previous albums, Bamford. And the I worked after that album came out and Maria wasn't there i don't and heather goes have you heard that joke about maria's where she's making fun of cockadoodle dude i said oh did you hear it too and that's all i mean i, I was like i'm not gonna <laughs> not gonna defend yeah. Yeah. maria maria put it on the album she could you know 
It'll, it'll all work out. <laughs> well, it's a great club. Anybody in the Bay Area have a fun time going down there to see Jackie. And of course, um, if if you're listening to this, Steven Soderbergh, uh, go see Jackie yeah. at Sundance. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you're anywhere near Park City, Utah, there's a yeah. Should Parker be... Posey is probably going to be. She's a big fan of ours. Oh, neat. Yeah. And uh, two, if you're not in any of those areas, uh, Jackie Cation, two going podcast, the Jackie and Lori show in the Dork Forest. I recently mm-hmm. did it. Tons of fun. If you want to hear our Mortal Kombat chat, I had a blast. Yeah. Chloe Sevigny. <laughs> she listens to Jordan Jesse go. She'll probably be there at. Jesse, if you want to do the Dork Forest, whatever you want to talk about. Uh, it could be to. that ukulele behind you. You could do that. Tiny banjo. What's happening? I would love to. Uh, it's a banjo lele. Uh, Christopher, you're also welcome. Absent Matt, sure. As, oh, it's po- it's a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> knock yourself out, brother. Do it, Christian. Christian, why do they call you Christopher? Because my brain's a sieve. I can't tell the difference between <laughs> pecans and walnuts, much less people. There's a so, lot of nuts out there these days. Who can keep those <laughs> things straight? Who knows? Christian might have a Christian might have a high profile podcast project in his future. His we'll, da- we'll I'd love out. your grandfather. No way to know right now. No way to know. I'd like to know his grandfather. Uh, oh, yeah. talk what, are your, what are your favorite dog movies? Beverly Hills <laughs> Chihuahua. Talking dog movies, talking Jordan. Dog. Those are the favorite talking dogs. Not silent dog movies. <laughs> Gee Not whiz. Air Bud, where it doesn't say anything. Gee whiz. Homeward okay, bound. Anyway. Homeward Christian, yes, Incredible Journey. Christian Duenas, uh, our producer this week, filling in for Matt Lee, producer emeritus Brian Sunny D. Fernandez. Our theme music is Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. Our thanks to them. Find us on Reddit, MaximumFun.Reddit.com. We like to check in on that Reddit, see what people are talking about. Super Mikey was excited that we talked about him on on the show recently. I'll tell you that much. Oh, yeah. Post on the Reddit. We'll talk about you. Yeah, we'll talk about, especially if your name's the Super Mikey. (laughs) We'll talk about the Super Mikey. Why not? Uh, MaximumFun.Reddit.com. You can also find us on Instagram at JordanDavidMorris and at Put.This.On. That's all. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Maximum Fun. A worker-owned network. Of artist-owned shows. Supported. Directly. By you.